Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me the amazing Stacy Lane. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I am I'm not great, but you you've helped me be better. So um, you know, it's so, <laughs> it's so interesting how you happen to be the podcast guest for today. And I was like, oh, I don't feel good enough to do the podcast. And then I see what you do and it's like fits right in. So, you know, in my recovery process, you know, I've met so many women that have gone through surgery, through fibroids, through thyroid, through, you know, I have fibromyalgia, autoimmune, all of these things that we're facing now. And it just so happens that you are the guest today. So can you tell listeners what you do, how you started what you do and why it's important? Absolutely. So I am, I guess, by certification, a holistic health coach. Most people have no idea what that means. Um, but more targeted, I work with women who have the autoimmune disease called Hashimoto's, which is autoimmune thyroid disease. Um, so what I do for them is I help them alongside with their doctor and to figure out where their deficiencies are, what they're lacking, and what the, their specific autoimmune triggers are. I hear my phone going off. All of, um, my, all of my stuff is going off at the same time. You know, and, and let me just shut it off now because you know it's not gonna stop. It's okay, it's good. That, that means that I'm, I'm, I'm good, right? Yeah. Um, so that's basically in a nutshell what I do. And more specifically, it's not just about the nutrition. It's not just about, um, the lifestyle, that's a huge part of it. I really help women focus on the mindset behind recovering, mm -hmm. recovering from this disease because it is no cure for it, but you can reverse the symptoms and live a better life. And it takes work and that's what I'm here for because I've been through it. So you asked, you know, what brought me to this? I diagnosed with this disease almost about 20, I actually thought I was dying. I was writing letters to my infant child because I really thought I had some terminal disease and it ended up being Hashimoto's. And it was so bad that I was told that my husband could not leave my side for at least a month because it was so bad. Um, so I, at the time, I had no idea what functional medicine was. I didn't know what holistic healing was. I had no knowledge of that other than conventional medicine. And what does conventional medicine do? They usually give you a pill and send you on your way and say, come back in three to six months and we'll retest you. And I did that for a little while and I wasn't happy with the results and I wasn't happy with the prognosis of um, you're either going to end up with thyroid cancer and have it removed, or you're going to end up with your thyroid dying out. Either way, you're going to be on thyroid medicine for the rest of your life. Well, I refused that prognosis, did a lot of research, reached out to a lot of doctors and specialists and I reversed it. It took me not months, <laughs> years. It took me years to do it on my own, but I did it and I was off of medication and symptom free for about four or five years. Then I was in a car accident. This is where the stress of you know the trauma plays with autoimmune. That happens to be my number one autoimmune trigger is stress. Yay, right? <laughs> and it is for most people, but I didn't realize that there was such a huge connection because I thought I had it all together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so after the auto accident, I went two years misdiagnosed with a 
um, a brain injury and I had to have uh, brain surgery. And with, from the first brain surgery until my most recent surgery, I had seven surgeries in less than three years. Mm. And because of the, first of all, the, stre- the emotional stress of having to go under anesthesia, the pain, the, um, the narcotics, <laughs> we were talking about that earlier, the narcotics, what that does to your body, it basically slows everything down. And the antibiotics messing up my gut health. Mm-hmm. Um, it came back with a vengeance. Like, and I knew it before the doctors even tested me. Mm-hmm. And this time around, that mindset is what propelled me to almost completely reverse it in less than nine months this time. So for those of you that are on here that know anything about autoimmune, my antibody numbers were above 2000. And right now it's sitting at number nine in less than nine months. And um, that just shows people that it is possible. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. And, you know, I knew that I was good at it before because I had done it. But now if there was any doubt in my mind that I would be able to help people because we do that as entrepreneurs. We, we question ourselves sometimes. Oh yes, self-doubt, self-doubt. Yeah, I have no doubt now because Mm -hmm. what we go through, we grow through. And I just know that I can help other women get past this. And for right now, it's Hashimoto's, but I know the root cause of all autoimmune is pretty much the same. Yeah, because I was going to ask you that. I was going to say, what you're doing is not only for Hashimoto's because I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. It took me about 10 years to get the diagnosis. But I found out that a lot of this is the same. You know, for four years, I was in bed and I was fighting social security disability and I couldn't hold a job. The minute that I started working, I got sicker. I would get, you know, respiratory infections. I would get anything that would just knock me down. It would be the smallest thing. It could be a cold, but it would be pneumonia or pleurisy to me or blood clots, you know, and a lot of people don't know that those complications are what takes you out, that your body's not fighting off. But I did learn about deficiencies because my vitamin D, you know, I I couldn't get out of bed until one of the doctors said your vitamin D is low. And I'm like, how does vitamin D have that much control over my body? And it will mess you up. So the things that you're talking about are beneficial to a lot of people because we don't give our bodies the power that they really have you know, just is for resting, you know, and everybody says no stress. And it's like, how am I supposed to avoid going to work and taking care of my kids? How do you avoid that? You know? So what you're saying is, is so relevant to so many. You know, and, and one of the the things that I I have um, women focus on first is to take control over their lab results and how to speak to doctors, how to ask them for lab work, because a lot of doctors will just say, no, you don't need that. And most patients will say, okay, the doctor knows best. And and I don't want to play down doctors. I have some awesome doctors on my team. I mean, really, if it wasn't for um, medical advances, I wouldn't be alive right now. I mean, it's just amazing what surgeons and doctors can do when given you know the right situation but i really do believe that we were never designed to be on medication long term and our bodies do not respond well to that long term so if there's any way to be medication free 
I am all for it. So I do start people with, um, I call it my labs cheat sheet, <laughs> where it's actually like a PDF printable where they can take it to their doctor and say, look, I want to get this, you know, this, this, and this. And I actually have in that chart what it is, why you need to get it tested, and then what, how to read that. Because even doctors will say, your, t your thyroid stimulating hormones within range. Well, that's not always the case. It's within range. That is an average of the people in your region. Now, let's be real. What is the average person in your region? Are they healthy or unhealthy? Chances are they're unhealthy. I don't want to be the average of an unhealthy person. I want to be the average of a very healthy person. So that, and you also take into consideration your symptoms. A, a thyroid doctor or an endocrinologist doesn't usually do that. They'll say, well, I've done everything I can. And they are very good at doing what they were educated to do, which is to get your thyroid stimulating hormone within range. Mm -hmm. And they can do that very effectively. But that is just one of over 50 possible autoimmune triggers is the TSH. So it's just one. And most people who have hypothyroidism don't really have a problem with their thyroid. Their thyroid is very healthy. It's the autoimmune that's attacking the thyroid. So it's just a symptom. So when you just deal with the thyroid hormone, you're just putting a Band-Aid on a gaping wound. You're not really dealing with what's causing that bleeding, if you will. Wow. So I just think that's really huge to get that out and to just let women know it's not completely your fault. You were born this way. It is genetic. You will never, ever be rid of it, but you have the power and the choice to live a certain way to make sure that you don't have it flare up and it's not active. And that is, a, that is a conscious choice. And some people say, well, it's too hard to make those lifestyle changes. I don't want to do it. But I have yet to meet any woman who says, no, absolutely. I love feeling like crap. I want to stay doing what I'm doing. <laughs> I haven't met anybody yet. It's funny because I know when I was sick like that, I, uh, I didn't see a way out. And, you know, I, like I said, I told you earlier, I started as a chronic illness coach and I got frustrated because so many people don't want help. They just want to just moan and gripe and groan. And they want, I, to, take a pill. They want to take a pill and be done with it because yeah. that's I, I was there, but like, I hated the gabapentin and the Lyrica. I couldn't stand the way the stuff was making me feel. And they would refer me to pain management and thank God I was a drug counselor because I would never take the pain management pills, you know? But, you know, I've looked at so many people's lives be affected, but not understanding that you may think that a lifestyle change is drastic. Sometimes it could be very simple. Sometimes it could be just taking, you know, I have multiple bottles of vitamin D because some of them only give you 500 to 1,000, and I was prescribed 50,000 units a day. I mean, that's not a bad thing. It's a gel cap, you know? So there are things that you can do that really are not that involved you know, it's baby steps, but it's just a decision. Like you said, it's a mindset change, but I can tell you now, like being healthy, well, I'm not healthy, but I'm on my way. Um, I, I didn't think that I could feel better because when you're feeling like that, you don't see the other side of it. You know, it's like, this is my reality. Not to mention people looking at you like you're crazy when you can't walk and when you look like crap and not understanding that you may look well, but you're not, you know? Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. So um, what you're doing is really, really important. And I wish I had you about five years ago. Well, we know each other now. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, because the thing is, like, I mean, everybody can turn it around. 
you know, no matter what it is, whether it's Hashimoto's fibro. And you know, <laughs> what's crazy is that I just moved to Alabama and I was told by the rheumatologist here that I don't have fibromyalgia because he did pressure points. <laughs> yeah, every doctor's different, yeah. I was like, uh, they outruled that a couple years ago, you know, but it's, it's funny how, like you said, knowing how to talk to the doctors, knowing what to say, knowing how to advocate for yourself, that's also something that I find is important to teach people because when you're have, even when you're having surgeries and stuff, you have to know what to say and to let them know that you're not going to believe just anything. You know, for the, absolutely. And, and I tell women, you know, just as quickly as you hired your doctor, because you did hire them, yes, you yes. can fire them. You don't have to keep going to them just because they're covered by your insurance. Yes. You keep looking, you find somebody you and you will, and it will take time and it takes patience and it's frustrating, but you're worth it. And I try to, especially the moms, I put it like this. Would you be okay with this level of care for your child? And most moms would say, heck no. No, because yeah, I want the best for my child. I'm going to keep fighting for my child. But for some reason, us moms will be like, oh, okay. It's just me. I'll be okay. I'll be all right. And that's not, that, that's, that's not the way that it should be. We need to take care of us first. We have that? to come first. What is that? You know, everybody's like, self-care. I'm like, we're so used to taking care of everybody else. And sometimes it's easier. Because I told my husband, like, even meal prepping and stuff, it's easier to do theirs than to do mine, you know, because I was diagnosed with gluten, dairy, and casein intolerant um, in 2015. And the first year, I tried really hard. I was reading labels, you know, I was trying to get the, the gluten-free stuff, and then I was like, ugh, and it's time-consuming. But now, like, now having to have surgery, I'm like, this is my opportunity to start over. It really is not that big of a deal. It does not take that much more time to uh, shop right or to pl meal plan than it does to have the reaction of going to the bathroom a gazillion times a day, you know, or being sick and stuck in the bed. It's worth it, you know. And there's so many options out there, ways to keep you organized and to keep you motivated. Um, and, you know, I have clients that are motivated in different ways. Some people are very visual. So what do I do? I take them to an online app where they can access it right from their phone and they can drag and drop their meals and I share um, recipes with them right there on that, that, um, that program. And then they go to the store and guess what? It creates, it generates a shopping list for them. You know, things like that. Or I have some that are, you know, kind of old school and they need to write it down. So guess what we do? We sit on the phone, we do this and we, we will put something together that, they enjoy and i think that's really important you know is that you need to find something that works for you whether that's the supplements you take or your meal prepping or whatever but if it doesn't work for you you're not going to work it and then guess what it's not going to work mm -hmm. so you got to find something that works so you're saying that you walk with people to create a program custom made for them right right and actually my my signature program is a six month program. And of course, you know, it's, it's outlined, but it looks a little different for everybody. Like you were just saying how you already know you have certain food sensitivities or intolerances or allergies. Well, that might not be the case for, you know, somebody else. So that means, you know, their program is going to look different because they can include those type of things. Mm -hmm. But then I also have clients that have severe nutritional deficiencies, which means we're going to need to find them some really um, optimal supplements to help them with those specific deficiencies, whereas somebody else may not have a problem with the same thing. So it looks, 
it, it's pretty much the same outcome, but the road there looks different. And that's actually what I call it. I call it the, the road to recovery because that's what it is. We're recovering from a disease and, and it causes so much damage in its path that, you know, there's an emotional side to that. Mm -hmm. um, there's a relationship side to that because when you're going through something like this or maybe any autoimmune, I can only speak for this one personally, but we get mean, we get ugly, okay. we get depressed, we and get anxiety. It, it does. And people, you know, I hate people telling me I have a temper. I'm like, do you have any idea what it's like to go through a certain level of pain for, for a long time? Like most people, yeah. they get hurt and it, it hurts for a little while. Or even when I used to go to PT, you know, it was like, okay, most people, they get injured and they go to PT and they get better. And they know that in six weeks that this injury will be gone. When you have an autoimmune disease or anything like that, or a mus muscle skeletal disease, it doesn't get better. You get up and you do it and you have to do it again the next day to feel the same way by the end of the night. You know, you're starting from scratch every day. So to tell somebody that, you know, they have an anger issue or you have no idea, you know, it's, 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 it's an ongoing battle that, that a lot of people just don't understand. And I think that what you're doing is extremely important because people just don't get it. You know, they just don't get it. And it really is a mindset shift. It's a decision to say, I want to live better than what this says I am. Absolutely. It, and, it, and it is, it's not easy. Making changes, sacrificing certain things is not easy. When I say sacrifice, and like you were saying about your food allergies, mm -hmm. you already know that if you consume those things, it's not going to go well for you. Nope. So, and it's like a punishment when I was diagnosed. I was like, why am I being punished that now I can't go to Olive Garden? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just going to take Olive Garden from me like that? Like, who does that? Like, what did I do? You know? Yeah. And My I husband says a lot. He goes, I really hate taking you out for dinner because you pretty much order the same thing. Salad and, like, grilled chicken. <laughs> I do paleo, you know? I do paleo because that way I'm avoiding the carbs that I'm not supposed to have. I'm getting the meat that I need to have and I'm getting the veggies. And I, I had to figure that out because substituting stuff for gluten, I was like, that's rubber. I'm not doing that. Yeah, so, no, it's not right. Um, it's I've, I've become like a scientist in the kitchen. I really have. I have learned to make things taste so good that even my children, my teenager, doesn't miss some of it you know like it's just not mm -hmm. it's just not an option yeah. you know in, in the house so they're just used to it now yeah and and that's the thing is that it, it just needs to become part of your everyday lifestyle that part. That not part. And, and not to look at it as a punishment to look at it as um let's see how can i word this look at it as life is challenging you challenging challenging you in a way if i could speak to make you stronger in other aspects of your life. It's true. How's that? <laughs> Did I get that out right? There's nothing wrong with being intentional. You know, I have actually been sitting here. One of the ladies that I met at a vendor event, she made this bomb looking zucchini spaghetti the other day. Ooh, zoodles. All I can think about is going to Walmart to get me one of those things that I have been wanting for years. But either. <laughs> yeah, before I wanted it, but I knew I wouldn't use it. Now I'm like, when I get better, I'm going to make me some zucchini noodles. I, it's, it's, it's amazing to me, the, the things that excite me now. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally a food nerd. But it's okay because that's what I need. And, like, I'm excited to see different ways that I can make it. And I'm like, I can do lasagna like that too. So 
I'm actually excited about, about this new walk, you know, because it can be fun. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, let's hope my kids think the same thing, but, but I look at, you know, I look at uh, mortality rates and things like that. And I just cannot accept being sick. No, I, I agree with you. Look, after I came out of surgery, um, my first brain surgery, um, I could hear on the other side of the curtain, my neurosurgeon and one of his residents, um, the resident was saying to him, um, how is it that she's still alive? And I don't, and I actually thought I was in like a drug like dream because I asked the nurse and she goes, oh no, they were talking about you like that. And I said, oh, okay. And she's like, honey, you're a miracle. I'm like, oh, okay. Cause I was drugged up. I'm like, sure, I'm a miracle. I looked at my husband and said, I'm mar- you married to a miracle. Oh my <laughs> I was so drugged, seriously. Um, but no, I not only was, I mean, I walked into that surgery and I walked out of the hospital after the surgery. And yes, there were complications and there were that, but I came out of there with this passion. Like I never knew I had that um, I have a purpose and I cannot waste it. Like I can't waste it because if I do, I am like spinning in the face of the higher power that allowed me to get through all of that. And why, and I kept saying, why am I going through this? I can't believe any brain surgery. Whose life is this? Why? But why? And I still don't have all the, the answers for it. But all I know is that it did that for me. Yep. Because before that, I was just kind of like ah, skating through, like, no problem. And look, here's a little story. I went in, what was it, about two weeks before the surgery. And I said, you know, looked at my husband. I said, you know, I did daycare at the time. I had a daycare business. And I had to close it. And that was a huge income loss, okay? Huge thing. I had to completely shift my, my vision, my career path, my profession, all of that. And it was very lucrative. I'm just going to say that. So I've always been this entrepreneurial type thing. I wanted to do things my way. And I was very good at it, okay? I had a waiting list. I had a waiting list. Parents cried when I closed my daycare. But I had a van. And I'm like, you know, I really want to do this integrative nutrition thing. I think, like, that should be it for me. Like, I think that's where I should go. And he's like, okay. I'm like, well, if I sell the van and to cover the costs of the schooling, which was thousands of dollars, um, then I'll do that. And he said, okay, but you're never going to sell that van. I tried for two weeks. I had people come by, test drive it, look at it, ask questions. I posted it everywhere. Nobody wanted it. Then the day before my surgery, I got a phone call from a family that I've never met. They wanted to take a look at it at the DMV, my local DMV. I went there thinking, oh, I'm just going to waste my time. You know, they're not going to buy it, you know. And not only did they buy it, they paid me $500 more than I was asking. Wow. And they never test drove it, and they drove off the, out of the DMV with it. Wow. And I said, I went into the surgery going, oh, crap, I got to do this now. I have to. And then when I came out of the surgery... I had that, like, I really need to do this. I, yes, a revelation. I need to reach out to other people going through something similar that I was going through. And then I had the reboot of the Hashimoto's 2.0, you know, where I got it again. And I was like, well, crap, I did this once. I could do this again. And I was like, this is it. This is my niche. This is it. This is who I need to work with. And then when I started digging and realizing, 
that over 14 million people have just the Hashimoto's diagnosis. And that's only a piece of the autoimmune cloud. And, and that, those are just the people who are properly diagnosed. How many people are out there that have it, don't know they have yep. I can't tell you how many people have come to me saying, I think I might have this. Yep. Or, oh no, I'm not Hashimoto's, I just have hypothyroidism. I'm like, do you understand that 97% of people who have hypothyroidism don't have hypothyroidism, they have Hashimoto's. They go back to the doctor with that cheat sheet that I talked about earlier, and guess what? The doctor then does the antibody test and all the other tests that are on that sheet, and boom, 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 they have Hashimoto's. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, the treatment for that is exactly the same whether you have hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's, because doctors, just conventional doctors, they're not up to speed with what autoimmune is and how to deal with it, because it's all nutrition and lifestyle-based, and yep. they are not taught that in school. So people like to blame the doctors, but really it's our system. Mm -hmm. It's a broken system and it's not healthcare. It's sick care. Let's just be real. So, you know, my advice to anybody here who's dealing with autoimmune, find a really good functional doctor yep. or a functional or nurse practitioner. Yep. Or, you know, you need to do the whole body thing. The, the immune system is the entire body. One doctor changed my life and she was amazing because she always gave me more than what I asked for. I'll never forget, I went in for something and she was like, you have emphysema and COPD. I was like, I didn't come in here for that. She was like, I, see this right there. I was like, you're not supposed to be seeing that. I came in here for this. But she was always like a year ahead of everybody else. She knew that I had a blood disorder before my hematologist knew that I had a blood disorder. And so I was able to, I mean, three years later, I finally got diagnosed with a, a blood clotting disorder. And she told me three years ago, you know? And so it was like, I was able to go into the doctors here and say, hey, I have this, I have that, I have this, and then wait for their test to catch up to what she did years ago, you know, because she's a holistic doctor. She, you know, has autistic kids and she, she looked at things differently, but knew to do allergy tests. You know, she did an 11 page test on me and it told me my food allergies. It told me what medications work for me. She told me, so one doctor, seriously, like you said, and I used to tell people as a therapist, the same thing. Don't ever stick your finger on a phone book and say, hey, I found me a therapist. No, you have to do the homework of picking your team. Because like you said, you hire these people. You are in charge of your journey. You determine who is privy to be in your life and who is not. Yeah, and that's by default. Don't live by default. No, you got to be intentional. So tell listeners how to find you. Well, they can do a couple things. First of all, um, I have my website, which is stacylanewellness.com. So they can go there and uh, there's a blog there. It has a bunch of recipes, some of my favorite recipes that people love recipes. Um, a lot of different articles, um, mostly on autoimmune, but not just autoimmune, you know, just lifestyle. Um, there's a lot of information there about uh, different programs that I offer. Um, some small, some, you know, some short-term, some long-term, you know, there's something for everybody there. And then I, if you're specifically dealing with Hashimoto's, I have a Facebook support group called the um, Hashimoto's Road to Recovery. And let me tell you, I, within less than two months, I had over 350 people, members on that. And that was just like an eye opener for me. Like I knew it was big, but I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. And I know four people on there personally. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, like almost 350 people that I would have never known yep. that needed my help. So 
I mean, there, there's, there's two different ways right there. And I don't know if you want to like spell, quick email. Spell, so. spell your name though. Sure. It's Stacy S T A C E Y lane l e h n i apologize it's a crazy german name <laughs> and then the word wellness w e l l n e s s dot com awesome well i am going to definitely have you on in a couple of months to see what projects you got going on because what you're doing is extremely important and i would love to have you in my business directory so i can connect you with other women who may need you and i want to thank you for being on um my lovely uh podcast um and for having perfect timing, because I <laughs> this is the way it works, right? Yeah. Receive. That's the way that it works. It, it um, really is. You know, I really appreciate you inviting me on. This was a lot of fun. And I hope if nothing else, um, those out there suffering with, with this type of disease or something else that's chronic, that they just keep the faith, they just keep the hope and know that they were perfectly designed to heal. You just got to give yourself the right tools. That's right. Y'all heard it, you know, our pain is not in vain, you know, and whatever it is that we are diagnosed with, whatever we're battling, whatever we're facing, I believe that it, it leads us to the right people that are meant to be in our lives. I believe that it challenges us to face things that we otherwise would not face. And it also makes us step up into who we were destined to be. So um, with all that said, I'm gonna take care of me, something I never do, um, and I'm gonna get back into bed. Woo woo! Good for you. I you might do. a couple of laps because you, you got me standing up, which is awesome. I feel like I'm supposed to be doing some rocky or something. Yeah, get it circulating. Yeah, I got to do something. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. So um, anyways, listeners, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Your Voice, Your Power. I'm Anika Wilson, and have a powerful day.